A very good morning to you wherever you're tuned into Women Radio 91.7, Nigeria's first and only radio station for women and their families. Today is Thursday, day 26 in the month of October 2023. And yes, a quick time check brings us to nine minutes past nine from the side of the radio. How are you doing today? I really do hope that your morning has been a great one for you. And I wish above all things that all of your um, aspirations for the day manifest before you. My name is Blessing Agbeto. Thank you very much for joining me on Panorama this morning. Panorama is that radio program where ladies from different geopolitical zones come together to discuss, dissect and disagree on topical issues. And of course, you can be a part of the conversation by calling me on 07000 917 917. Send me a text and WhatsApp message on 0703 175 6537. Log into our website www.wfm917.com. Download the mobile app WFM917, sending your thoughts to our social media platforms WFM917. That is how you can be a part of the conversation for today. Now, joining me on the show this morning, I have um, Ibinabo Dixon. Good morning, Ibinabo. Good morning, Blessing. Good morning to all our valid listeners. Mm. Good to be here. Thank you very much for joining the conversation. And yes, we also have Buki Femi Ajala. Good morning, Buki. Yes, good morning. <laughs> morning, morning, Panorama family. Morning, Ibinabo. And blessing, blessing mm. all the way. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> all right, thank you very much for joining the conversation this thank morning. You. All right, um, without further ado, let's, let's delve into the conversation for today. And I would like us to kick start with this one that, you know, surfaced about two days ago. This particular one has generated a lot of reactions from people, people having so many things to say about this particular one. So it is about the fact that court sentenced Lagos, um, Lagos doctor Olufemi Olaleye to life imprisonment for raping his wife's teenageness. Now, the Lagos State Sexual Offenses and Domestic Violence, sitting in um, Ikeja, sentenced the medical director of Optimal Cancer Care Foundation, Dr. Olufemi Olaleye, to life imprisonment for the defilement of his wife's nurse. Now, this judgment was actually handed down on October 24, 2023. That's Tuesday after he was found guilty of the offense of defilement and sexual penetration of a 15-year-old girl. Now, the judge held that the prosecution was able to prove its case beyond reasonable doubt and that all the evidence before the court corroborated that of the victim. Now, let me just take us back a little bit, just a little bit, back to how this started in 2020. Um, the first time he was arraigned was November 30, 2020, 2022. And um, after he was arraigned last year, um, he pleaded not guilty to the offense. You know, um, he said something about um, it being mutual. You know, something that happened between them was something that was mutual. Even though there was an evidence, evidence came up later. Now, according to a particular video, the first interview that was granted by his wife, Remy Olaleye, you know, she went for the um, to talk about how this started. According to her, um, it started from. Um, introducing this girl, 15 years old girl, who happens to be his wife's niece, to 
pornography. That was the beginning. From pornography, he graduated to oral sex. From oral sex, he graduated to having sex with this girl. Now, according to her, this was how she got to know. So I think there was a particular day um, this girl in her custody got to know that this man had traveled. Dr. Lale had traveled and he was coming back to the house. And then she started reacting strangely. And this woman was like, ah, why are you being rude to me? And then she hit her. And upon the return of her husband, instead of him to maybe find out, oh, why did you hit this girl? What did you do to your mom? And all of that. He decided to you know, extract the CCTV footage and then send it to the lawyer to say, oh, see the person you are having this child in our custody, she's maltreating this child and what have you. And then he went on and on and on and on and on and on like that until she was able to voice out to say, okay, so apparently this man has been abusing this child right under her nose and she had no single idea. Um, should I say luckily for her now, because this is her getting justice, um, because according to her, this child was living with her mom but after her mom died in her will she said they had to they have to take care of this child and the family concluded that this child should you know go with um dr olale's wife and that was how this child started living with her and then she was raising her as her own child now remember they have been married for about 12 years before that issue happened but after this judgment was passed on wednesday on tuesday there were so many reactions a lot of people have so many things to say and um, from people started saying, oh, why was he given life, life imprisonment? Did he kill somebody? Did he do this? Did he do that? Why can't they just, you know, sentence him to like maybe 25 years in prison? Why can't they just do this? Why can't they just do that? And then some people are also, you know, dragging this woman, Remy Olale. Some people are saying um, she intentionally did it. Some people are saying she wanted to in inherit the man's property. Somebody, some people were saying that um, she had a motive from the beginning because i mean maybe they could have sorted it out as a family without bringing it to court without you know trying to go all the way um concerning that so people are trying to label her as well to say okay so you have a motive for doing this because you know that the moment you brought out this case um the courts would look into it and you know now that the man has been sentenced to life imprisonment you want to inherit the man you want to inherit his property you did not even consider the fact that he is the father of your children and all of that now some people are also saying that this child is her niece and she has every right to protect this child and some people are saying it's just her being uh, um, vindictive like okay so this because this man reported you to your lawyer to say you assaulted the child uh, physically and then that's why you are you know trying to revenge and all of that while some people have all of these reservations about this case this judgment you know some people have also praised Remy Olaleye for coming out to you know voice out to protect this girl to get justice for this girl you know while some people are you know condemning her saying she had she had ulterior motive from the beginning some people are praising her because some people would have preferred to stay married some people would have preferred to not say anything by the virtue of them remaining in their husband's house and they don't want anybody you know they would just want to say oh, let's settle it this child does not it's not like this child has a mom or has parents or anything and this child is staying with me we can just you know cover it up and move on from there but people are praising this woman people are condemning this woman people are condemning the um the verdicts the court's verdict saying life imprisonment is a whole lot 
And in the middle of all of these things, some people are also condemning this man to say because of five minutes of enjoyment, you just ruined your... It's not even up to five minutes, Seth. At the end of the day, when you look at it, it's not up to five minutes. Maybe one minute of enjoyment, yeah, okay. Or your body dies, everything will calm down. Now, because of that, you ruined your career. Because he has a foundation that, you know, takes care of cancer and all of that. And I think after that one, there were also videos and reports about him assaulting his patients and all of that. I mean, it's just a lot. And, and some people are like, it looks like this man is sick upstairs. You know, he has, there is something wrong with him upstairs because he did not end with his, he didn't stop with his niece, with his wife's niece. He also, you know, took it out to other people as well. So, I mean, these are the reservations or the things coming up. But as we get to what people are saying about him being under 25, um, life, lifetime imprisonment, life imprisonment being too much, I saw this part of the Constitution that says that Section 358 of the Criminal Code Act provides that any person who commits the offense of rape is liable to imprisonment for life, with or without scanning. Now, Section 283 of the Penal Code Act 1960 also mentioned something in that line, saying that whoever commits rape shall be punished with imprisonment for life or for any less term and shall also be liable to fine. So it simply means that the court is not wrong for actually handing down life imprisonments to this guy because, I mean, that's what the Constitution says. That's what's in the Constitution. So maybe the, 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 if the court decides to tamper justice with mercy by saying, okay, so instead of going for life imprisonment, let's give you 25 years. I think that is that lies on, uh, that's at the prerogative of the court. But what the Constitution says, says is that when you rape somebody, you are liable to life imprisonment. So let me kick off with Ibinabo Dixon. What would you like to say to this? What is your reaction? How do you feel about this, um, this, this justice? Do you think um, this is right? How do you feel generally? I think that's what I just want to ask you. How do you feel generally about the fact that um, Dr. Lale has been sentenced to life imprisonment? Thank you very much, um, Blessing. You see, you will not actually um, understand if you have not been a victim in the hands of a pedophile or a therapist or anything within that corridor. They used to, let me, let, let me bring it home. There used to be a member of Panorama some years ago who was regularly abused by her a guardian. And, you know, sometimes if you have not met with uh, a survivor, you you would not understand it. Hmm. It's like, ah, why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you complain? But this lady... If I mention her name, nobody knows her. She could not talk about it. She couldn't even tell her parents until her 40th birthday. And I'm talking about it because she actually came on air to talk about it. Hmm. So it wasn't a little secret. She had talked about it several in, in places, in public places. So I, I just choose not to mention her name. Now, you see, we have a problem as human beings. We want justice to be served when somebody has done wrong 
And then again, when the justice is served, we begin to complain. So you see, for me, those who are complaining and are saying all sort of things, to me, they are like the noise in the marketplace. It doesn't stop you from doing your shopping. And then I would advise the wife, you will never reach your destination if you throw, stop and throw um, stones at every dog that barks. I hope she cannot hold on to that. Because, you see, in life, there comes a time you, 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 you are faced by the deep blue sea and fellow soldier. If you're a Christian, you will understand. Then, you have to face your fears and do the needful, which she did. And if, you know, there was another video that came up, that was done last year, that came up again. She was interviewed and she gave her own side of the story. And, you know, that man, that Dr. Lale here, you know, when they talk about, there's this, um, there's this, uh, is it, is it a parable? Let me say it's a parable. Or, uh, or an adage in Yoruba language. I'll, I'll interpret a lesson. Then it, it goes like this. If for her 
having a divorce with her husband. Hmm. So she, this morning just start today. And of course, when the story broke out, some of his patients came out and said and mentioned how he abused them. There was even a video, there was even a certain point where I think there was a particular video where he actually videoed where he was ab- sexually abusing a patient. So, so the world says the devil, which devil? By now, originally maybe the devil had just one pack. No, he must have, he must have more than six packs. Because everybody will go out there and commit something terrible and then they will ask you the reason for committing such nonsense to the devil. Hmm. I just want to say to every parent out there, please keep your eyes peeled. Because the activities of pedophiles, you know, have become a, like a recurring decimal. So, so, so I'm, I'm hoping that this sentence would serve as a deterrent to all those pedophiles. Because you don't know, you don't know the trauma they go through. You know, you know, when somebody is doing something so terrible to you and you can't even speak out and you are you are frustrated, you are devastated, I mean this is terrible. It's as good as just taking a knife and slitting the throat of this girl. And then somebody will come out and say the woman did what? In fact for me, eh, for me mm, all right. for my for me, looking at um, the whole story, I feel that the woman probably would, have, would not have made it so public if the man had not. You know, sometimes you, you are the one that would dig your own grave. Only in the bit of wanting to send the woman a wicked woman, you quickly picked up the girl and, take, and took her to another sister of the woman, that's another aunt. And from there, the truth came out. Mm. All right. So it, you know, we can go on and on and on, but I want to tell the woman, I beg. Mm. If you want to stop and stop every backing dog, you will never get to your destination. Mm. Just right. keep on moving. Mm. So long as you know that you're on the right place, just keep on moving straight ahead. Mm. And always be on the right side of Thank you very much, Ibinabo, for your thoughts on that one. Now, let's come back to um, Buki Femi Ajala. Taking a look at this, what would you like to say um, to parents, basically? Because I feel like this child has, was being abused under this woman's nose. The child started staying with her since 2020. This case did not surface until I think 2021, 2022. That was when they got to know about this information. So it means that this man has been abusing this child from about 2020 and he didn't get justice. Everything didn't, didn't blow out up until last year. So what would you like to say to parents and, you know, being observant or being, um, being intentional about the children in their custody? Hi, Buki. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, that's fine. So once again, I want to say good morning. So I had your question, that what would I love to say to the parents? Well, one, 
we should know that the days that we live in are evil. Hmm. So with that mind that everyone you see is a potential danger. So the question is, how do you live with your mental balance, but knowing that the person you are living with or you are going to interact with might pose a threat. So this is where your critical thinking skills come in. You need to let the children understand the world we live in and how to notice the red flags. The red flags will be there, but they might not know. They might think it's just a beautiful flag. So you need to begin to open their eyes, you know, to the fact that these red flags are not beautiful flags, but they are indication of something. For instance, like this Olaleye man, he started grooming the, the child. What what do we mean? For instance, he started showing up pornography. So it's it was it's an act of grooming that you know what this happens. And you know, the truth about it is that we are all emotional beings. Hormones run in, in our veins. Hormones run in our veins. So when you begin to see these things, what you see begins to affect your brain. And then it begins to give signal to your body. And after a while, when you begin to watch pornography, your body will move. We're talking about a, a girl that is above 10 years. You know? So when he now started the act, Obviously, the girl, he, he, he had already groomed the girl. So even if the girl does not even have an idea of what is happening, hormones are running. Hmm. You know, so the question now is, what do we do? And that's why I said, we need to begin to educate our children. And the education has to be appropriate for their ages so that you don't even traumatize them again. You don't you don't overload them with information. You know, I mean, e.g., you're talking to a girl of five, six who understands things and you're telling the girl that, of course, that by that time, the girl will know that there's something called private part, there's something called public part, and that by the age of five or so, that person should know that nobody tampers with it. And then, of course, right right now, we're even saying that, you know, when somebody begins to say, yeah, my wife, now I'm going to marry you. So, sorry, I'm not your wife. You understand? So these are things that you need to begin to educate, you know, the children. Somebody says, oh, come, come and sit on my lap. You know, in those days, it was there was nothing in it. No, it was innocent. But now it is not innocent anymore. You know, and then, you, of course, you have to let them know where people are beginning to look at you in one way. You know, all these are all in, in the rap act. So we need to educate our children. Even we parents need to read these things. You know, in those days, Everything was seen. So let us not carry that thing into, into the world now. Let us know what the world is all about. You understand? Thankfully, thankfully, in the country, we are not, I mean, I mean it's, it, it, it's a crime, you know, for you to belong to the LGBTQ. You know, what are we doing concerning the colors? The colors are, the colors are close to, the colors are, the colors are close to the color of the rainbow. So you need to let them know. Because they might see the rainbow and 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 feel that okay, they might see those colors and think that is is rainbow color. 
you know so these things these things we need to educate our children make them to be aware and then lastly these are the days that yes you are parents but you must be in conversation with your children i use the word conversation with your children converse with them when they are young converse with them when they are when they are toddlers converse with them when they are teenagers converse with them when they are mini adults and when they are adults and all that converse with them let them know that yes they can actually come to you and talk that you are a safe place for them it is very critical because you don't even know what they are facing but when they know that i can always talk to mom about it i can always talk to dad about it you understand and that will not judge me or that will not do anything to me but rather that will put me through or my or my mommy will put me through or what they will come to you but when they know that hey dad and mom if i tell them this that ah, when i see this boy my body is always doing somehow ah, she will not talk she will not go and talk to her friend but meanwhile, when she knows she can converse with you, you can, okay, you say, then you can begin to explain to her that, yes, you are natural. I mean, it's normal. Hormones are running. But then you now have to manage those hormones. You now tell them how to go about it, to manage it. Because they are human beings, and that is it. And they are growing up. They are, they are teenagers. The hormones are running. So we tell them how to manage their hormones so that they don't fall into the pit. You understand and it's time for us we we parents you know in those days it, it was hard for parents to say i love you i care for you and all that i mean let's shower them with all those words and all those love so when somebody is coming from outside to say i love you it will not be something that will be a trap you know yes my father loves me, but this kind of love that you are giving is not the kind of love my father gives me. You understand? So that's that, that's all I have to say mm. for now. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much for your thoughts on that one, Buke. 07000-917-917. That is the number to call to be a part of the conversation. Send us a text and a WhatsApp message on 703-175-6537. Log on to our website, www.wfm917.com. Download your mobile app, WFM 917, sending your thoughts to our social media platforms, WFM 917. 25 minutes right before 10 from Women Radio 91.7. If you are just joining us, you're listening to Panorama, where it is from different geopolitical zones come together to discuss, dissect and disagree on topical issues. My name is Blessing Agueta. And with me on the show this morning, I have Buki Femi Ajala and I also have Ibina Bodixin. Now, let's move away from that one to this other one. Let's see. Okay. 07000-917-917. That is the number to call to be a part of the conversation. Send us a text and a WhatsApp message on 703-175-6537. Log into our website, www.wfm917.com. Download your mobile app, WFM917. Um, for you to be a part of the conversation and to listen to us everywhere you go. All right, let's move away from that one to this other one that we came across. So apparently it was said that, all right, just before then, let's take this call. Hello, good morning. All right. 
Let's do well to call us back on the show today. 07000-917-917. That is the number to call to be a part of the conversation. 07000-917-917. Send us a text and a WhatsApp message on 0703-175-6537. Now let's check out this other one that we came across. Now it was said that this happened somewhere in Cardinal State. Um, the principal and vice principal of Al Azhar School in Zaria were arrested for actually beating one of their students, a GSS3 student of the school, to death. Now, the suspects were alleged to be involved in corporal punishment and led to the death of Sambo um, last Friday. Now, Sambo was allegedly brutally beaten by the principal, vice principal, and prefect of Al Azhar Academy for missing classes. And um, you know, when I saw this particular one, I was in my head. I was like, so when do we when do we um, bring in empathy and discipline? He was missing classes. Why was he missing classes? Did the principal, the vice principal, the prefects, did they even try to investigate why he was missing classes? Was it was he traumatized? Was it family issues? What actually went wrong? And do they even have the right, all of them together, to hit this child up until when this child passed on? Uh, we're coming to that, but let's take this call. Hello, good morning. Good morning. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Good to have you on the show today. Thank you very much, Dari, for your thoughts on the show. I think I totally agree with Dari. While growing up, I mean, in those years, I don't think the, the kind of children, the kind of parenting we have now is the same parenting that was in operation, you know, many years ago. Because I feel like many years ago, children were so scared of their parents, they could not even, you know, approach them to tell them, oh, this is what I'm going through. Um, this person is trying to touch me. This person is trying to... Because you don't know what they're going to say. You just, you know, suck everything in. You're being abused. You're not telling anybody. Because you know that even if you tell them, you will be judged to tell you, oh, why did you go there? Why did you that why didn't you sit in this place so i think as a result of that a lot of children um who are older people now you know didn't get to actually free themselves to have free conversations with their parents but thank god for the new generation of parents we have now you see this new generation of parents we have now telling their children i love you to boost their self-confidence you know trying to make their children aware that these are the things that are happening you can always talk to me trying to build friendship with their children and i think it makes so much sense because by the time you have you can only 
um, you can only capitalize on a relationship that is in existence. If by any chance you're not, you don't have a good relationship with your parents, it will be very hard to approach them to say, oh, somebody's trying to touch you, somebody did this to you, somebody did that to you, without you being judged. Because, I mean, the first thing that comes is, is why did you leave where I told you to, to stay? Why didn't you stay where I asked you to stay? And it's just going to be, oh, if I had known, I wouldn't have said anything. But thank God for the new generation of parents we have who go out of their ways to show how much they love their children, to show to re, to go out of their way to reassure their children of the love they have for them, and of course who have also decided to you know make it a, a, a duty to create a build a relationship with their children. So I think I also agree with Dari on this one. Parents should try as much as possible to go all the way to build relationship with their children. Now back to the second story I was talking about. I'm going to start with you, um, Buki, on this one. At what point are we supposed to differentiate discipline, emotions, and raising a child, especially in the school? Because, one, this happened in the school. So how are we supposed to, you know, differentiate between instilling discipline in a child, abusing a child, um, emotions? Let me ask you that way. Hello, Buki. Yes, okay. I, I had you. I had you. Yeah. Please go on. Hello, sorry. Yes, <laughs> um, I, I have your question. Yes, yeah, so it's okay. I have your question. Yes, that you are asking me um, the difference between um, discipline and when you are being wicked to your children, right? Yes, exactly. The question yes. And, and that is coming from the parent side or from the teacher side. From the because teacher. The story has to do with the yeah, it's the teacher because, I mean, this is this has to do with school. Yes. yes. So, well, thankfully, I know there is a, uh, should I say, guiding law, you know, that you are not supposed to bring in corporal punishments now. Though I know in those days, yes, you can. Because we had teachers that can control their emotions. But right now, because of the stress level, because of the fact that a lot of the teachers pick up that job, not because they want to teach, not because they want to mold, not because they see them molding lives, but there was nothing for them to pick and they needed a job, they needed a salary. You know, so we have that now. And then for the mere fact that I I, I don't know, I, I, I did not quote me, but I just believe that there, there are more to be done concerning capacity, capacity building for teachers, you know, on that area. You know, so these things now are, are all what is now reflecting that teachers do not know how to control their emotions. I mean, let's give it, I mean, I mean let's be natural. A, a, a child a child does not do a homework or his homework or a child misses school and things. I mean, the, the children can do nothing. Naturally, you can be angry, but the issue is how do you control your emotions? You must be able to control your emotions because you are dealing with human beings, and not just human beings. You are dealing with, 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 with that age where you are to mold them. You know, it, 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 it's like it, 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 it's like a clay that you want to mold. You don't break the clay. 
or rather you process it, you guide it into what you want it to be. Well, if you now say, oh, I want you to become uh, a bottle, and you now begin to break the, 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 the mold, it will not happen. But you guide it with your hands, diligently and with skills to become that bottle you want that person to be. So I think the, 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 the line to be drawn, you know, has to do with one, the person. Do you see yourself in this profession? Because truly, it's a profession. It's just that um, they have not um, made it mandatory that you must have. A, in, in, in fact, I think they have because the other day we talked about, you know, the, the teachers and something that they said a lot of teachers don't have that, um, they don't have that license, you know. So I think they must make it mandatory, mandatory, whereby they go through the process where they are really, really groomed to be a teacher, to know how to control, because that's what we are talking about now. We're not talking about knowledge or whatever, you're talking about your emotions. emotions. For you to beat to the point of death, it must it must either be that they probably thought the person was pre, was 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 um, was um, pretending, was, um, pretending, or that they had beaten the boy and they had left, and I mean they just said, okay, now you have taught your lesson, and maybe after some minutes, the guy did not have any help or the person did not have any help, and of course. He passed on, you know, because I, 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 I doubt if they will be that wicked that they are seeing somebody dying and they are still flogging the person. You understand? I, I mean, then, then, then that means, I mean, they are devil incarnate, you know. So what I think that must have been what happened or maybe the boy, the boy passed on and fainted and then they stopped. But maybe the fainting now resulted into things. We don't know the, the real story about it, but the most important thing is that they overdid it. That's the truth. Hmm. So the question is, where do you draw the line? Whatever punishment you are doing, the punishment is, the, the, if, you are, if you are beating, it's not to be wicked to that person. Your beating is to correct that person, that what you did was wrong. The beating is to send some signals to him next time that when he wants to do that, he should not do that. He should not do that. So that is... That is the, the 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 sense in it. You understand what I'm saying now? Mm. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for your thoughts on the show this morning, Buki. Um, Ibinawa, let me come to you. As an educationist, what would you like to say concerning this story? Why are you talking to me? No, Ibinabo, I'm back to Ibinabo now. Hi, Ibinabo. Hello. I can hear you. I'm with you. All right. Please go ahead. I didn't quite get what you said. Okay. So, so I said it's, that. It's yes. Confident. Yes. I said, as an educationist, how would you um, rate this discipline, this corporal punishment that was instilled on this child that claimed his life? Thank you very much. Um, sometimes um, those who are supposed to um, learn good examples fail to do so, then the hero will continue and then there are things like this. 
in graduate school, in graduate school, uh, you know, you there's something like a framework for how you run the school, whether you are the principal, whether you are the teacher, whether even as the school person. Because from the story, the boy was beaten by the principal, the vice principal, and then he handed it over to the so you can see that there is a particular framework that is very dangerous that is going on, that is being, you know, uh, practiced in that school, which is very wrong. You see, to share your knowledge and experience is not how to impart knowledge. It's not about manhandling your, your, your students or frustrating them or punishing them. Hmm. Some people feel that, maybe some teachers, they feel that to show that they are, very, they are some sort of delicious powerhouse and they must beat you very well and they must punish you properly. All it will, all it will, you know, accumulate will be effective for you as a teacher. Till this. We still remember some of our good teachers in my school days. And at that point, we had to go and honor one of them. So you see, it is not about how well you can beat a student or a pupil. That is when you are a good teacher. It is how well you can impart knowledge into the life of these children. Knowledge that will help them Fought ahead with their dreams in life. Knowledge that will impact great difficulty to their life. See, if you continue to beat a child mercilessly, it doesn't it doesn't translate to discipline. Rather, you are building hardening the heart of the child. That is why you see the more you beat the child, the more the child comes up with more contract, more problems. And then you wonder why? I do not encourage such, you know, maltreatment in the name of discipline in any school. And it is not even allowed. So I'm looking at the state governor. It's an opportunity, though, sadly though, because, I mean, it shouldn't take, it shouldn't cost a human life to, to send out warning. This boy is now gone, and sadly at that, but it's an opportunity for the Ministry of Education to start another campaign against this. Because some teachers believe that the bigger they are paid, the more they are respected. It is not true. It is not true. And it is not the heaviness of the cake or the consistency of how how much you beat this child that will make this child change. Rather, that is what in school not counselors. We have to if there is a consistency in certain bad behavior from a student and you are burning the the children the students, I mean in within the stipulated you know, rules within the school, and there is no change. It is time for you to hand over the to a counselor. Let them find out 
What is really the problem? If, if you are a, a perpetual latecomer, you can get deep into the reasons you are able to score every time, even with this punishment. And that punishment must not be anything that would damage that child, let alone save the child's life. But I can remember we discussed the story of Panorama where a young girl, a little girl, in a primary school, because she was always coming here to school, she was so punished. There's somebody made up a bullfrog jump. I don't know for how long. And then I hit, I hit shifted. Hmm. And she had to speak to the hospital because it had the kind of money that was needed. Hmm. And this girl eventually lost the limb. Hmm. So I feel that, you know, action should be, should be taken on the part of the government. Because you, your, your first responsibility is to take charge of the security, the protection of citizens of your state. Hmm. So when life matters, every life matters. Hmm. Hmm. It is wrong, this is going to be, to not be played with in schools, hmm. but how we go about it matters the whole lot. It's not that pastoring each other and disciplining that. It's not true. And, and a lot of times, people are either transferring aggression or they, are, they, are, they want to prove a point that they are no nonsense teachers. They end up in the prison yard. Hmm. It's a no-no. It's a no-no. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Ibinabo, for your thoughts on the show today. Um, without a doubt, a lot has been said by Ibinabo and Buki. And I really do hope that as individuals, as parents, as guardians, as teachers, we can take a cue from all that have been said on the show this morning. Thank you very much, ladies, for being a part of the conversation. Um, I really do appreciate you. All right, yeah. enjoy the rest of the day. Um, there you have it from Ibinabo Dixin and Buki Femi Ajala this morning. So please try as much as possible in whatever capacity you find yourself. Be a good individual. Ensure that as parents you build a relationship with your kids. Ensure that you try as much as possible to raise them in a godly manner. So as much as we want to shield our girls from rapists, from predators in the society, please be intentional about raising boys who will grow up not to become a menace to the society. So please put in so much attention into raising your boy child. Pay attention to your boy child. If you see that your boy child is exhibiting some trait as a boy or as a teenager, you might want to, you know, take the boy to see um, a doctor or a therapist because sometimes when people go about raping other people raping women raping girls and all of that assaulting them um, you want to wonder if they are okay mentally so sometimes some of these boys were abused as a child. So this is why it is important that as parents, you're conversant, you're observant, you pay attention to your children. Don't just say the girls. As much as you want to concentrate on the girls, you can only make the society safe if you are also intentional about raising your boys. Well, there you have it. At 10, we have Radio Doctor. In the meantime, keep listening to Women Radio, WFM 91.7. Panorama will be back tomorrow at 9.05 for another fresh edition of where we get to talk, agree and disagree on the show. My name is Blessing Agbeta and I love you for listening today. WFM 91.7